with our day-to-day lives being tied to the digital space now more than ever. If you're a blogger, a business owner, or someone who wants to create your presence online by owning a website, finding the perfect domain name for you is vital. It has to be unique and perfectly defines your content. GoDaddy can help you own that name. GoDaddy is the world's largest domain registrar and web hosting company that is perfect for those who want to start their own website. You don't have to worry if you're not a techie. GoDaddy hosts a user-friendly platform that provides you with all the necessary online marketing tools for your website. They also have templates you can follow if you're not sure where to start. Everything can be done through the site, publisher posts, manager content and social media, and even track your success through analytics and reporting. Best part is, it has a built-in search engine optimizer that will help your brand's online presence, all while ensuring your data is safe and secure. You can try out GoDaddy for free, check out its cool features, and explore the platform by clicking the link in my description box. That's tinyurl.com slash gdmoments, all caps, that's g-d-m-o-e-n-t-s, gdmoments. Go ahead and make your presence known, build a website, and own your unique domain name today. Hi, this is Gerald Galing and you're now listening to the Life Moments Podcast. Guys, may kwento ako. Dati nung face-to-face classes pa, I still remember in my high school period when it comes to modules or handouts. Usulin yan na ididikit yan sa notebook para magkaroon ng notes. Then mostly kasi ganun ng mga ginagawa namin. Since grade 7 pa ako, dyan yata nagsimula yun eh. Yung dikit-dikit na yan na modules, yung mga e-modules na yan, ganyan, and something else. everyone, welcome to the Life Moments Podcast. We're here to talking about self-improvement, testimonials, motivational lessons, and real-life lessons. My name is Jared Galing, your host, and thank you so much for tuning in and for being here. If you are a new listener of the show, then welcome to the podcast. And if you are a true listener of the podcast, then welcome back to the show. You can check out the other amazing episodes that you can learn more about motivations and self-improvement development hello and welcome back to the another episode that we have to share our lessons to everyone to make well to live good on this episode we are here to talking about learning and practicing more this lesson for this episode is from james clear the author of number one new york times bestseller called atomic habit when James Clear says, uh, every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. No single instance will transform your beliefs, but as the votes built up, so does the evidence of your new identity. Another one is, uh, goals are good for setting a direction, but systems are best for making progress. We all have goals we that we want to achieve in our lives these goals may include learning as a new language 
eating healthier and losing weight, becoming a better parent, saving more money, and so on. It can be easy to assume that the gap between where are you now and where you want to be in the future is caused by the lack of knowledge. This is why we buy courses on how to start the business or how to lose weight fast or how to learn a new language in three months. We assume that if we knew about a better strategy, then we would get better results. We believe that a new result acquires new knowledge, right? If you have to do something or try new things to unlock new skills and anything, this is also part of the progress to have a better version of ourselves and to be a successful one. We are investing in ourselves in self-improvement. We need to start early as soon as possible because if we start now to take the risk of our future lives, will be become awesome and well. If you're starting practicing of our self-improvement, it's not for the best version of ourselves or being successful. It will also become a well and super powerful self, right? When Thomas Turner explains the key difference between practicing and learning, he says, when we practice something, we are involved in a deliberate repetition of a progress with the intention of reaching a specific goal. The words deliberate and intention are key here because they define the difference between actively practicing something and passively learning it. It's very good to practice ourselves especially when we found the perfect opportunity for us to improve our insights. Learning something new and practicing something new may seem very similar. Two methods can have profoundly different results. Here's some additional to think about the difference. The first example, let's say our goal is to get stronger and more fit. You can research the best instructions on bench press technique, but the only way to build strength is to practice lifting weights. For example, of course, health is wealth. If your goal is to get fit and to get stronger, you must make a workout routine or let's say a workout schedule, something like that to manage your time and day to maximize your efforts to make your body healthy and strong, right? Uh, you can also start in your home. If you don't have to go to gym, just simply do the basics like do warm up every you wake up in the morning, stretching, and many more. Last one, uh, let's say your goal is to write a book. You can talk to the best-selling author about writing, but the only way to become a better writer is to practice publishing consistently. Of course, as an aspiring author, you can talk or uh, make a research on how authors publish their books and how it works. Alright, so for now, let us differentiate between these two. With our day-to-day -day lives being tied to the digital space now more than ever, if you're a blogger, a business owner, or someone who wants to create your presence online by owning a website, 
Finding the perfect domain name for you is vital. It has to be unique and perfectly defines your content. GoDaddy can help you own that name. GoDaddy is the world's largest domain registrar and web hosting company that is perfect for those who want to start their own website. You don't have to worry if you're not a techie. GoDaddy hosts a user-friendly platform that provides you with all the necessary online marketing tools for your website. They also have templates you can follow if you're not sure where to start. Everything can be done through the site, publisher posts, manager content, and social media, and even track your success through analytics and reporting. Best part is, it has a built-in search engine optimizer that will help your brand's online presence, all while ensuring your data is safe and secure. You can try out GoDaddy for free, check out its cool features, and explore the platform by clicking the link in my description box. That's tinyurl.com slash gdmoments, all caps, that's g-d-m-o-e-n-t-s, gdmoments. Go ahead and make your presence known, build a website, and own your unique domain name today. If you're a current podcaster or plan to create your own podcast soon, I want to share with you the tool that I use to help me monetize my podcast. It's called Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a platform that allows you to have full control of how you monetize your podcast. You can collab with brands and choose between the many merchants that fit your podcast audience. It also gives you tips and samples on how to execute your ads properly to maximize your earning potential. Plus, you can track how many of your listeners you were able to convert and know how much you've earned in real time. So, cashing out is also a breeze. So, if you're a podcaster, make sure you sign up clicking the link in the description box of this episode and use my referral code, The Life Moments with Gerald, so you can monetize your podcast too. So, that's the Podmetrics, the easiest way to monetize your podcast. So first, what is active learning? So active learning involves the student in an instructional process through the use of relevant activities and discussions. This method stimulates and reinforces the student's conceptual understanding of course material by engaging them within the lesson process as opposed to merely listing off facts and explaining topics through traditional lectures. Examples of active learning include hands-on labs, group problems, peer instruction, games and challenges in class discussions. Of course, the process of active learning activates uh, the divergent thinking, which helps the students think less in terms of individual concepts and more in terms of the big picture this mode of thinking increases a student's ability to draw connections to the world and especially to their own lives key skills that develop through the process of active learning are analysis uh, evaluation public speaking and collaboration right of course 
when we say active learning or practicing, this is more on demonstration, building or grading skills, um, applications of lessons, and so on. In turn, active learning methods provide the teacher with an ongoing analysis to their students. Understanding um, because there is constant feedback between the student and the material. So what are the benefits of active learning? Notably, uh, active learning uh, increases critical thinking, provides frequent feedback on students' comprehension of the material. It gives the student a larger role in their learning environment. It increases student attention and also it stimulates discussions. This benefit of active learning especially to the students can be more focused gaining more knowledge and memorization and what about the disadvantages of active learning on the flip side active learning methods required more spontaneous and flexible lesson plans limit the amount of material that can be presented at once and the create the potential for distraction if students are not monitored yeah. so these are when the student is not focused and active during class discussions and activities the student will not flexible for learning process because they are easily to interrupt or to distract in their surroundings right so what activities that the students are more active in school activities and many more so let's jump out to the activities that stimulate active in learning in school. Looking to implement active learning in your classroom. Below are three popular activities that teachers can use to engage students and improve their retention of course material. So these are some of examples of active learning that the students are more focused on their studies and very active in different aspects so let's have a first uh, term which is number one small group discussions have your students put together a diagram powerpoint or sort of multimedia presentation and share their findings with the rest of the class so this activity stimulates one-on-one -on -one communication with peers allowing students to comfortably share ideas and ask questions. Moreover, encouraging students to present their discoveries built on their research, presentation, and public speaking skills. Ayan. Yes, of course, this is also known as group reports sa school, di ba? Kumbaga, uh, ito rin yung kapag ang teacher ay nag-assign ng grouping sa klase at nag-assign din siya ng mga topics per group. Then brainstorming each group. Then after is uh, brainstorming. After ng brainstorming pala is uh, ano na? Group presentation na. Bala na kung ano araw or mismong araw na to. Ganyan. Another one is, uh, ayun nga, class discussions and participating in discussions just like that. Diba? That's an example of small group discussions. The second one is uh, games and problem solving. Integrate games and problem solving into your lesson plan. Classroom games stimulate conceptual learning and allow students to explore the cause and effect relationships among the concepts being taught. 
So for example, students may observe cause and effect firsthand through stimulations. Simulations. If they encounter the problem or situation in the game they are playing, they will see the effect of the things they try. So it's effectively exploratory learning of a trial and error nature. In particular, online games can give students healthy exposure to technology, right? And third one is the role-playing and debates. Yan. These activities allow the students to do in-depth research on the material and present their findings in an interactive world. So this encourages students to analyze their research and to think on the spot. The main difference between games or problem-solving and role-playing activities and debates will typically involve independent and more in-depth research that encourages thinking on the spot. Right. So that is the active learning. So let's move on the other side called passive learning. Alright, so what is passive learning? Holds the student responsible for absorbing the presented information on their own terms. The information may be presented in the form of lectures or assigned readings. Um, in any case, the student is accountable for paying attention, asking questions, and performing well on tests. Diba? Passive learning promotes defining um, describing, listening, and writing skills. This process initiates convergent thinking where a given question typically has only one right answer. Normally, instructors, instructors will test students' understanding through quizzes, um, assessments, and handouts. So what are the benefits and advantages of passive learning? So the passive learning benefits are quickly presents a variety of information, then allows lecture notes to be pre-planned and reused. So gives the professor more control over course delivery and provides the concrete and organized presentation of the material. So those are the passive learning benefits of the students. So what about the passive learning advantages? Right? So first, it may appear boring or not relatable or presents fewer opportunities to assess student comprehension. Students more likely to shy away from voicing a misunderstanding and the students are less involved in the learning experience. Right? So let us jump out to the activities that stimulate passive learning. If your students prefer passive learning, consider incorporating these options into your lessons. So first one is assign readings. This is a classic example of passive learning. Students read and absorb the material on their own time and are responsible for studying the content. This is also known as modules or e-modules. Especially ngayong araw or ngayong new normal, uh, yan mismo ang ginagawa nating mga estudyante ngayon. Right? 
online class tayo ngayon and hindi pa tayo face-to-face class. So, sana mag-face-to-face class. Parang usap-usapan na kasi ngayon na na mag-face-to-face class na siguro. Sana dito rin sa Bulacan or sa sa school namin sa Bulso is magkaroon na face-to-face kahit limited, di ba? Ang uh, kagandahan din nito is uh, nakapag naka-e-module ka is marami kang time para sa self-study and anytime pwede kang mag-aral kung kailan mong gusto. Then pwede ka rin umaten sa live discussion but it depends if you have a stable internet connection. Napakahirap din kapag hindi stable ang internet natin kaya discounti na lang ang need natin. Kaya syempre magkaiba rin ito sa naka-modular meron uh, within a week. Kailangan mo ding ma-submit on time yung modules mo. Uh, may ganon. So, speaking of modules, guys, may kwento ako. Dati nung face-to-face classes pa, I still remember in my high school period when it comes to modules or handouts. Uso rin yan na ididikit yan sa notebook para magkaroon ng notes. Then mostly kasi ganon ng mga ginagawa namin. Since grade 7 pa ako, dyan yata nagsimula yun eh. Yung dikit-dikit na yan na modules, yung mga e-modules na yan, ganyan. and something else. So kapag kumpleto na ang uh, kumpleto ka ng modules na nasa notebook mo, uh, dagdag grades 'yan at mas ikatataas pa 'yan kapag ginandahan mo at may design every page, 'di ba? Kasi kadalasan nakakabagot din magsulat minsan. Uh, aminin niyo man sa hindi, dinanas niyo rin 'yan o ginawa niyo din 'yan, 'di ba? Kadalasan din at tamad din kami magsulat. Kaya minsan din ang baga na lang kami para sa handouts or printed modules, di ba? Then dati din kapag nagsusulat kami ng lecture tapos umalis na yung teacher, then ayun, alam mo yung nagyari, labasan ng cellphone and uh, picture na, o oh, di ba? Ang saya. Relate kayo, no? <laughs> I know na ginawa din yan, di ba? Aminin man natin sa hindi, ginawa din natin yan, di ba? Tsaka nung high school days natin, yan yung isa sa most memorable na ginagawa natin. Nakakatamad din kasi magsulat, no? Tapos, mainit pa yung paligid. Imagine that, di ba? So, that is assign readings. Next one is the PowerPoint presentations. Ayan. The teacher designs PowerPoint lessons ahead of time and students take notes on the information during class meetings. However, there is no built-in discussion or active participation from students except when they're prompted to answer questions. Most of the emphasis is on organized content and clear narration. Ayan, kahit, kahit ngayon din sa online class, sa meet, sa online meet, online discussion, ganyan din. So, mo, more on PowerPoint presentations na ngayon ng mga profs and teachers, kaya ng ganon, di ba? para mag-explain din sila. Parang ganito lang din, new set of uh, online class or class, di ba? Uh, kaiba din dun sa face-to-face classes, di ba? Kagaya ng dati. So, just like in a small group discussions, so, eto naman, PowerPoint discussion ng teacher, pero kadalasan din dati nung uh, face-to-face din na ayaw din nila na magsulat sa board or tinatamad lang sila. May ganun na teacher siguro. 
siguro madabi din na gano'n. Nung face-to-face pa, uh, more on PowerPoint din yung mga profs or mga teachers siguro. Kaya, bihira na lang din sila magsulat sa board pag may example, mag- pag mayroong illustration, ganyan din ginagawa nila, ba diba? Pero gano'n din, pipicturean din, kahit nasa gitna ng discussions, or just the same din, kapag uh, may sulat sa board, na may iba teacher na nagpapalecture sa board, nagpapasulat sa class secretary dun sa board para mapagsulat. And then, ayun, minsan, kapag uh, masyado na mahaba, that nakakaramdam din tayo ng katamaran, <laughs> aminin nyo man na sa hindi, uh, nagpipicture na lang tayo kapag uh, hindi natin masyado makita sa likod kung sa likod tayo nakaupo. And then, ayun, uh, nagpipicture na picture na lang tas pasa-pasa na lang para lahat din makatapos at makasulat na lahat, ba diba? So, ayun. Just the same din. Tsaka, nakakamiss din yung ganun, ba diba? Then, third one is traditional or online lectures. Ayan. So, this is the bread and butter of most educational programs. So, a lecture gives the instructor uh, full control over the information they present to their class. This allows you to teach a great deal of information in a short period of time. But it also puts more of the responsibility on you to ensure the information is communicated clearly. Ayan. So that is the third one. The traditional or online lectures. So here's the bottom line, guys. Is passive learning useless? Of course not. In many cases, learning for the sake of learning can be a beautiful thing. Not to mention that soaking up new information can help you uh, make more informed decisions when you do decide to take action. That said, uh, the main point of this article is that learning by itself does not lead to progress. Uh, We often hide behind information and use learning as an excuse to delay the more difficult more choice of actually doing something spend less time passively learning and more time actively practicing so stop thinking and start doing all right so that's all for this episode thank you very much for tuning in to our episode and if you like this content please like share and subscribe now, the following social media to my Facebook page, The Light Moments with Gerald Podcast, my Instagram at GeraldGaling1028, and at The Light Moments Podcast, my Twitter and Gerald Galing, and my TikTok at AlphaGerald1028. And don't forget to, to like, share, and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Gerald Galing, and click the notification bell and select all to make you updated. I also available our podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other podcast platforms. So this is Gerald Kaling. Say goodbye as I always say. Just keep spreading positivity, stay motivated, and live good. So this is the Light Moments Podcast. Yes, this is you. Kamsamnida. Take care. And stay safe. See you on the next one. God bless and... Padayon. Ciao.
Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. If you like this content, just check out my socials. Please like and follow my Facebook page, The Light Moments with Gerald Podcast, on Twitter at Gerald Galing, and our Instagram at Gerald Galing 1028. Also, like, follow, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Gerald Galing, and click the notification bell to make you updated. And follow me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other podcast platforms. Thank you so much, guys, and see you on the next one. Take care and stay safe.